God bless you guys. And as you already know, this is Christ is the Answer Podcast. And as always, this is your brother Sam Negron. And I'm here with my brother Jamie Grajales and Benny Negron. Today, we will be talking about love with special guest speaker, my brother, Evangelist Mark Negron. God bless. Alfa y Omega, rey de mi vida, paz en mi guerra, extraordinario, amor que consume, amor que llena, toda mi esperanza, toda mi fortuna está en su mano, creador de cielo, el más precioso, grande y soberano, contra mi gigante prueba, mi pared es el león, con solo una piedra en mano, una danza y mis razones, venceré, ahora sé quién está junto a mí, toda la montaña en su nombre tendrá que huir, porque más grande es Dios que está God bless you guys. This is your brother Jamie Grajales. I'm here with my brother Sam Negron and Benny Negron. God bless you guys. Guys, I hope you had a fantastic, fantastic Thanksgiving. And I hope you guys enjoyed all that delicious mm, that home-cooked meals and turkey and gobble-gobbles and whatever that they put in front of you to eat. Uh, I know I enjoyed mine with my family. Um, you know, receive, of course, you know, as we say, saludo. I don't know, greetings, I guess you want to call it. Uh, from my wife, myself, my family. I mean, I just want to thank you guys. I'm actually glad my brother Jamie is here today. Yep. I know he wasn't here last week. Like I said, he was busy. Um, as you guys heard, he gave his uh, thanks and he did give his little shout out. But uh, I just want to thank you guys again for listening and, and reaching out to us. I've had a lot of feedback from a lot of people. And like we say all the time, we do this for you guys. We talk about this stuff. Whatever topics you guys give us. This is what we talk about. This is what we like to bring. And, and we just want to talk about it amongst us. We try and get people who are familiar with it. So keep bringing on your topics. We're loving it. We appreciate it. Everything you guys done. And keep going. Yeah, God bless you guys. Um... He's speechless, guys. He's serious speechless. <laughs> Don't worry. Benny's a little new at this, but you know what? It's going to be great. Come on, Benny. Let's go. <laughs> well guys, today's topic We will be talking about love I know a lot of young people have been asking it uh, I've been talking to a couple of uh, evangelists as well Because of the statistic that is going on with, with young Christian relationship Christian dating and all of that I have my brother Mark Negron Who has done a lot of youth counseling and, and dating me and my brother Jamie has attended to probably every single one of those legit so Faithfully. today's topic is just you know is exciting and let's just get started on it so uh, as we did speak you know we're actually gonna start this whole series it's a uh, like what two three part series that we want to do uh, we want to talk about love but also we want to talk about the difference between not only love but lust 
And I know that, you know, as a young man, young woman, you know, it's so easy to get involved and so easy to like someone. And, you know, of course, feelings are going to happen. It's so easy to get involved, so easy to say, you know, I got a crush on you and you got the butterflies in your stomach going. And that's normal. But we want to we want to define that. We want to get deeper into that. We want to make sure that, you know, what really love is before you jump into a relationship and end up, you know, something tragic and something hurt where you're, you're you find yourself alone, you find yourself sad. So definitely we're going to touch those topics uh, and we you know we want you guys to you know definitely of course think before you act but through this of course through these messages these series we want you to understand what true love means through the word of God. So real quick um, as you guys know um, I like to just give a definition out what it says in the dictionary. Um, I'm going to let the professionals really get into it. You know, just talk about this off of my experience. Um, you guys already, you know, we try and get into a personal base with this. Um, but in the, in, the, in the dictionary, the definition of love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Now, obviously, we try and think and we, all, we always say the things we love. Um... But so now when we think about love, it's an intense feeling of deep affection. That's on the dictionary. The definition of love is a very strong sexual desires. Now, as a young Christian or as a young boy, a lot of us like to get it confused between love and lust. Me, as an example, I have dealt with that for the longest of time. And I thank God that I had finally figured out what love is. I'm in a committed relationship. And because for the longest of time, I thought lust was love. And, and I thought I was loving somebody, but in reality, it wasn't love. It wasn't that. And, you know, this is just off of my testimony, my life on what it, what it was, what it's about. But I just want you guys to get into, to, to know this topic more. I would like to introduce you guys, my brother, evangelist Mark Negron, who's here with us, who has done a lot of um, counseling classes. Go ahead, my brother. Uh, hey, God bless everyone, um, all the listeners out there. You know, just as I was saying, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, myself, along with my wife, um, you know, Jessica, we've, you know, being the youth counselors, we focus a lot on, you know, a very important topic that we feel um, you know, it's not really addressed um, as much as we probably would like. I know there's a lot of unanswered questions, um, you know, that young people might face. And one of the things that we're doing, um, you know, every year we hold a youth relationship conference. We do it, you know, we've done it for the past couple of years. Um, you know, Sam has been, you know, you know, an, an active, you know, uh, participant, you know, um, Benjamin and as well, Jamie's a really good, um, you know, testimony as well. It's something that we're definitely excited. Um, be on the lookout next year. Uh, we're looking to expand. We're looking to um, kind of have it grow, and that should be coming. You know, sometime in the year 2020. You know, we're looking in uh, in March to really focus on on really expanding the you know the conference on the relationship and really look out for that. And yes, guys, I highly recommend you guys to go to this counseling. I mean, if you look or if you known Jamie, myself, from back then, <laughs> it's been, you know, it was, we wasn't, Lord we wasn't Jesus. The, the perfect people, but out of going through these classes, I went three times and out of the three years, it has benefited me so much. I have learned a lot. I have learned 
how to love somebody, how to accept what it is as, as a as a Christian dating. Because there's some restrictions that we got and some understandings that we got to understand. And sometimes we get upset because we try to do the things of the world. But my brother and, and my sister-in-law, Jessica, they have done, they do a topic where they, they talk about the guys and the girls. And so you have a better understanding on it. So guys, we will keep you posted on that. It is great. There's food. I know you guys love food. I love food. Food is so, so good. So they, they they're gonna do something really big this year. So yeah, one of the things that a lot of times when when conferences are done, especially when we talk about these type of topics, the idea usually is separate the guys and the girls. And what we really we what we love to do is actually keep the groups combined, keep them together. It's not so much on what we think christian relationships should be or what we feel love is it's it's what god says it is because he is the moral standard and he has set up rules and and kind of the standard so that way we can be successful in these in these topics and in these things right we're talking about uh, relationships and, and christian dating and he teaches us how to be successful so our idea is actually not to separate we want the guys to know the important roles that you know the young ladies play just as important as what the, 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 the young guys role. So that way we all know and we work together. So that way no one's confused. No one is lost. We know what the expectation of the other person should be because both sides have a crucial role in, in this whole relationship aspect. All right. So today's topic is about love and what is it? You know, I just had read the definition, which is an intense feeling of deep affections. What is love, Mark? What? Jamie, what, what is it to you? Where, where in the Bible it says it? Because we don't seem to understand that. It, it, I know it's deeper than just a word. Sometimes we take the word for granted. Sometimes we say we love everything, everybody, without knowing or understanding what it is. What is love, Mark? Love to me, if we're going aside from, you know, obviously, you know, I know we're going to talk about what the Bible says, what the Apostle Paul talks in Corinthians, on what, what love is, right? Being love is patient, love is kind. To me, love is, is more than a feeling. Right. Love. Love is is more than just telling a person I love you. I think the biggest uh, act that I feel is the most important is the actions, not so much the word or not just saying it. Love to me is the acts that we do for the other person or for anyone in general. But I know for myself, one of the things that my wife always tells me, is, don't don't just tell me you love me. Show me that you love me. Right. Um, you know, respect her, uh, treat her with kindness do these things that demonstrate the act of love and obviously you know for me we take the biggest example which is jesus jesus not only said you know god is you know god is love or or jesus saying that i love humanity he showed it by his actions that's the biggest demonstration to me is love he, he says you know i lay my life uh for for my sheep right that's the biggest act of love and that to me is is so important and so crucial for my life well here's my question in in the bible right it says in verse 8 first corinthians you just said how and you know how the Bible says love is patient, love and kind. In verse eight, it says love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease; where there are tongues, they will be stilled; where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Now, my thing is, if we love somebody, and if the Bible saying it never fails, why is love failing? I mean, to me, it's not that love is failing; we're failing. Oh. I was gonna say that. Yeah, that's that's we're feeling, you know. Bible says, you know, what will separate us from the love of God? Nothing. Wow. No storm, 
no tribulation, no problems, no person. But we can. We separate ourselves from from the God, from the love of God. Yeah. And it, you know, and it's it, it, it's sad because you know I remember the day of our wedding. Well, the day the day before our wedding, you know, we were in the hotel, and we heard that guy, you know, uh, from Mercy uh, Mercy Me, give that 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 uh, that little um, testimony. Testimony, and he goes, nothing you can do can make you God love you any more than He already I does. That. I remember that. But yet, nothing you can do can make Him love you any less. That's, than he already does. That's right. He just loves you as as you are. So it doesn't matter how much you mess up. It doesn't matter how much you've done. God is gonna love you the same, regardless. The same. The same. And I feel like that's amazing. And if we're supposed to be examples of Christ, aren't we supposed to be doing the same thing when it comes to our companions, the persons we are with? We have to be, you know, light in the middle of darkness. We have to set an example, you know. But the, but but that's a problem. And, and and I'm glad that my brother Mark is here. You know, he's gonna touch base on that. The part that, you know, people they love God. And I was driving the other day. <clears throat> excuse me. I was driving the other day, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. So many relationships that we see, it's amazing. But then I'm like, if you love your, your your spouse or the person next to you or whoever you're with, then how is what about your relationship with Christ? Do you love that person more than the relationship you have with Christ, or do you love Christ more than that? Like what like uh, what do you see more as as you're closer to that person next to you, or or is Christ more? For example. You know, I love my I love my wife. I love her to death. You know, she's my better half. But I love God beyond that. You know, how how much love do you really have for God? You know, we sit, we talk with our better half, we communicate, but do we don't we don't communicate with God? Which is crazy because like I said last week, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. God loved us so much that he gave his one and only son for us and how can you love somebody that much that you're willing to give your son to die for our sins something that we're doing he gave his son to die on the so god has showed us what love really is and when i started to date my girlfriend aisha one thing that we had agreed is that in the relationship we had to have god in it and i was like god is love and the bible says god is love so if in my relationship with with my girlfriend and if god wasn't in it then how was this relationship gonna achieve? One thing I had also uh, noticed with her is the fact that, like I had mentioned, that lust is a very strong sexual desire. When I got to know her without lust, but got to love her, I got to know who she was. I got to have that intense feeling, the girl I really care about. And that's what we gotta understand that you don't wanna have those sexual desires because if that's what it is with lust, then you're not going to be able to ever understand who that person really is. I think you you both touched on very important and very crucial topics. I believe that the issue that is being faced with the young people today is the type of world and society that we live in. Peer pressure. Right? Yes. We have the peer pressure. We have what the world depicts relationships to be. Obviously... The, the, and we, I mentioned this earlier, you, the Bible has said and God has set, you know, biblical standards for us to follow for for relationships, youth relationships, Christian dating to be successful, not solely during, you know, youth dating, but, you know, to carry on and the habits that we establish as we're Christian dating into marriage. Right. These same roles. We see Jamie as, a, as an excellent example <laughs> being, you know, yes, he loves his wife. Right. But. God is, is, is stronger than that. And I believe that the, the, the way we can 
differentiate. I think that's the most crucial part here. Differentiate. How do we know if we are in love or we are Ooh, lusting? I, I think like that's that. so. I like that. We have to, you know, be able to differentiate that. Now, we, and we're going to go into more detail. Love is patient, love is kind. We, we got those characteristics. But love is not what we feel in our heart. And I'll explain why. Because the Bible says in Jeremiah 79 that the heart is more deceitful than all else or any other part of the body, right? So, you know, the heart is, is very deceiving. You know, when you go into that, you meet a new person or let's say you're, you're, you're starting a, a friendship and all, your emotions are going crazy. It's clouding your judgments. You really can't see. That's not love, right? You're going in, it's exciting and, and everything is exciting. But we have to be very careful making decisions or, or making, you know, lifetime decisions on who we're going to have a relationship with, uh, who we're going to marry based on those emotions that our heart is, you know, is, is going fast, but more on the discernment that we as men and women of God, we have to say, this is a woman of God, her relationship with God, myself, you know, this is a man of God, you look at his relationship, we're no longer making, you know, this love decision based on our emotion, based on what our heart's feeling, but we're going based on what the Bible is showing, right? And, 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 and if I can, I know one of the things, and, you know, I wanted to share this, one of the things we did in the conference, I don't know if you guys remembered, um, you know, my wife Jessica, she says, you know, write a list down. Remember that? She said, yeah, write a list that. down. I remember that. Of, of all the characteristics, right? You know, love is patient, love is kind. From, from, that, from that list, write, write a list of everything that you want that other person to have. You, we, I think everybody put every single category in that list. And then she goes ahead and says, turn the paper around and say, how many of those things are you... Are you know how many of those categories or characteristics do you hate? Right? We always want that other person to be and we always kind of forget ourselves. I mean, that's the thing is Sue, when you think about it, because we all want that list. But like you said, the society though, they always tell us that there's always fish in the sea. There's other options. Now, I, could, I could fall in love one day, and if it doesn't work, well, hey, who's next? And now the thing is, too, what I hear a lot is the fact that you have told me this, too, is that sometimes we expect God to just come down and say, this is the one for you. You know, we pray. We I was pray. just like that. <laughs> I was literally like that when I was younger. And, oh, and I remember I asked Mark, and I'm like, Mark, but how would I know? And he, he hit it spot on. It's the spirit of discernment. If you're looking for somebody... And that, that was the thing I was looking for. I was looking for somebody who was humble, but somebody who loved God just as much as I did, or who loved him more so I could love him just as much. And that's the spirit of discernment that we got to understand. And one thing I also understood is that I had to be patient. I had to be willing to understand where she was coming from and what it was. Yeah, there's plenty of fish in the sea, but who's the fish that you want? And that's the thing I had to understand. That's what I had to go through. And because we can't, we can't just love somebody or we can't be in love with somebody or like Mark said, in lust with somebody. Hashtag, are you in love or are you in lust with somebody? Hashtag that. <laughs> but guys, it's, it's true. You know, you have the spirit of discernment. If God has given it to us, use it because that's what's going to help us. You know, I, I, those classes, I'm, I'm going to be three years in my relationship in April. 
Uh, we have been together, and August is going to be officially. And I thank God because this, you know, this girl is the, the one who's pushed me. She's the first one to to tell me, Sam, like, keep moving forward, even though you feel like you're going to be failing. And, and those are the examples that you're looking for when you start dating. I know my brother Mark has done the same thing. I know my brother Jamie has done the same thing because, I mean... I know my brother Mark is speaking now. I went to high school with him. I lived with him my whole life. God help and, us. You know, yeah, he is an evangelist now, but God was this guy. Man, I, I was he in the opposite was, school in the opposite town, and I already knew who Mark Negron was. Everybody knew who he was, and I know he's not talking about it now. He's married, mm. and he has, he has a beautiful baby who I adore so much, guys. But I thank God that he had found the spirit of discernment, too, because it was able to help me as well. And, and this is why we're here. Um... But now, what is it? What's the tips on relationships, though? How, how, as a, as a Christian, you know, I would think our go-to move is, yo, are you gonna go to that service today? You know, how how you are able to talk to somebody? It's, it's so tough now because a lot of people don't want to think that we either stalking them or creeping on them. But um, if you do want to get to nobody, know somebody, how are you able to do it in a Christian as a Christian, as a household in a Christian or going to church? How would you be able to do that? I know for me personally. It was something very difficult in the sense being probably one of the first ones in my family to do the Christian dating scene. Now, I love my parents. My parents are my pastors. And we love them to death. Obviously, their testimony is a little bit differently than our, you know, all of my brothers and mm -hmm. sisters that actually grew up in church. So that their testimony is a little bit different. So this was, in fact, the first time we've actually started the whole Christian dating and, and what is allowed. And I know the first thing for myself, you know, when I started to get to know my wife, uh, one of the things that we, you know, that that I, I wanted to establish was that, you know, we were going to honor God in everything that we do. And I'm telling you guys, the most important thing is your relationship with God. That should never die. If anything, it should grow stronger. But the question is, you know, what, what does that look like? How do we know? What's the difference between someone feeling that they're getting stalked or not, right? But it's, it's building a friendship. Okay. It's building a friendship. And I think that we... Not everybody who you come in contact with, you know, you can meet, you know, five, seven, you know, there's going to be a, a whole group of people. Not everyone's going to be considered a friend. Right. And I know, um, you know, for those who know, like, you know, like here, T.D. Jakes, I know he said, you know, if, if someone can go in a lifetime, you know, and, and have at least, a con you know, considered one person being their best friend, they've 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 accomplished something, you know, amazing. Right. So, you know, establish a friendship. Get to know a person before we, you know, we consider, you know, you know, like the whole excited, right? The holding hands and all these things, right? Those are great things. Those are fun things. But establish a friendship. Know who that person is, right? We can have a, a type of physical attraction, right? But establish a friendship. And, and the way that we do that, obviously, in a Christian home is you know we, we 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 attend services right i love and i and i for one thing for the as a youth counselor i encourage the young people to to go to these services and and just meet as much youth as young people you know and and have friends you know we have great friends i've, I've known jamie for years uh and to see his is 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 his process and and what god has done and to be considered best man at the wedding was something amazing but I, I, we, we've grown friendships and we have, you know, other friends. And, and that's the most important. Establish a friendship. I love how he talks about his wife who is his better half. And I can imagine that that didn't happen overnight. He had to establish a good friendship. Trust. That's true, you know. And it's so funny you say that, you know. Um, 
when I was younger, obviously, <clears throat> I was like, you know, a god, if I want my woman a god, to be like this, look like this, talk like this. I had these limitations. <laughs> yes, I know, had a list. <laughs> I, the way that I wanted it to be, you yeah. know, but then that's me, myself, limiting the way that God, I wanted God to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, my way is not his way. So, and it's funny, actually, I remember asking Mark when I was younger, you know, but how did you know if, you know, she's the one? And, you know, you said, you told me it's not like God's going to be like, oh, you know, that, that's just the one. That. No. You know, she's going to be the one because you're going to have the spirit of discernment. You'll know. And I remember it was in New York. Uh, I was leaving uh, this service in New York and I was going through a really, really rough time. And she said these words, do you want to get out of here? Do you want to go home? I said, yes. Because she knew that I was upset. She knew me that well. And, I, and I'm sitting in a train and I'm like, wow, I've never had anyone understand me the way she does. And I said, all right, God, if she is really the one God, I want her to be there in my hard times. And I kid you not, guys, she was there when my worst times of all, when I got fired, when my father passed away, when I lost my second job, when I had nothing. She was there. And she helped me. She supported me. She, she literally pushed me to get to where I am at today. I was like, God, definitely. Like, it couldn't get any clearer than that. And, and you know, and it's so funny, but... You know, I know, I know we sound like we're old and we're like old farts over here, but I'm happy that Benny's actually here because, you know, Benny, you know, does a prime example of what it is to be a Christian young man in school. And I want Benny to talk about, you know, pretty much what he sees in high school, like, you know, what he sees in school as relationships, what people think as relationships and how does he get through it? All right. So <laughs> being uh, the only one in this group that goes to high school still because you guys are so old. Ouch. <laughs> Um, you know, I always see pretty much every week um, someone that I know or just people in the hallway, they would be so focused on this one person and like they would talk to me and their, their intentions wouldn't be, um, shall I say, like good. Um, it's always popularity. People do certain things to, to say be cooler and they would brag about it. They would talk to their friends and then in a month they're not talking to that same person. You know, I feel like I remember those days. Yeah, it's that spirit of discernment that um that you guys were talking about. I feel like it's crucial and um also to have a relationship with God too through it all. So Benny, I got a I got a question. Now that you're talking about that, so do you you have friends like that? You know, you see in the hut and the hallways and they're like, oh, I thought you were talking to this girl, but they're no longer talking to you. But my question is, you know, Benny, doesn't that affect you in any way, or is it something that you know you're so deep with God that? has nothing to do with you um you know i thank god because i have grown a better relationship with him and i truly feel that i'm still focused on him and no matter the circumstances that may surround me no matter what my friends may go through you know all i could do is just pray for them i could give them advice but you know i i truly think that i'm still amazing on a good path. i mean i don't know if you guys mark had mentioned this uh back in the the classes but y'all guys seen that that quote that says a girl should be so lost in God, right? How it goes that she that, can't be found. No, that she no, has to go through God. That you gotta that you gotta uh. pay through God in order to find her. Yes, I remember. You know, that. and it's it's something that we try to we think, but it's true. If a girl is focused on God and a guy is focused on God, you got one thing in common already, and that's the fact that you're trying to build a relationship with God and not with that person. Because I feel like our ministries and what we're going to do for God is more important than anything because our, our whole purpose in this world is you know to glorify and preach the word to God and now if you can't have a companion to do that with you 
what is the po point? And that's the whole point of the spirit of discernment, you know. And and what Mark has said about going to these services and stuff and getting to know people, you we like to go as young people. We like to go hang out with our friends and do a lot of things that they like to do. And I have friends, and you know, I I, I used to go out with them, and we used to watch football games every night and and everything. But how would I be able to ever meet the girl that would help me in my ministry, that would help me in church? I would have to go to church and I would have to meet people that went to church and that served God. Like I would have to go with my my likes and and the differences that were my differences, I couldn't be around that because it's not gonna affect me. It's not I'm not gonna be able to ever meet a girl that would benefit me and help me get closer to God because they're not doing it, the girls I'm meeting. So I had to change my whole perspective on everything. And that's when I was focused on God and uh, my girlfriend went to church, left church and she's going back to church. But her relationship with God is, is pushing me and, and she's willing to get stronger and she's gotten stronger and you can see the way she talks. And I'm like, God, you know, that's that's what it is that, you know, I want. I want somebody who's willing to push me and make sure that I keep following you and not have those desires of the world of the flesh. And I want to share something which is found in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, 16, and 17. And it says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its the desires pass away. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. And guys, like that verse is, is basically everything we're saying is, you know, do not love the world and all its desires. You know, sometimes we, you know, growing up, you, you probably enjoy dancing and going to the clubs. The Bible is telling us not to love that. You know, the, the things of the world, the clubs, all of that, they, they're not, they're not going to benefit you in any way. And if, if it's, it's of the world then it's not good for you, you know, and the father wants everything best for you. And the father is telling us not to do that, not to love the things of the world. He's telling us not to have that because the lust, the lust of the flesh. And, and that's how we get tempted, mm -hmm. you know, and, and our flesh is weak. So what better way? We talked about this in uh, the, the first podcast. We got to get our spirit stronger. Yes. And what better way to do it through prayer? You know, like like many said, he, he tries to separate himself and he tries to make himself different and, and you know he gives these people advice but because he has that relationship with god he's able to keep moving forward mm -hmm. and he doesn't fall into that peer pressure even though we all do but he's able to overcome it and um i, I love i love benjamin i you know we have uh, you know obviously each of us have our own past and our and our testimonies and what and the great things that god has done but i love i love benjamin and i love where he's at and his relationship with the lord is so inspiring even to myself who i'm 29 years old the youth counselor his older brother but his his testimony and his relationship with god is so inspiring and i hope that i, and I pray for more for more young people young men young women who can stay devoted right because we live a life of, of purity that's that's our christian stand that's where that's how that's where we stand but i wanted to emphasize just a little bit on that discernment because you know i know we're throwing it out a lot and and we, listen if we can all have god come in and, and the thunder lightning and clouds and say this is the one uh, who who i have created this is the rib your lost rib or your eve 
right? That would be great. But here's the thing, and I think I think because we have that like as a standard as, as in Christian in Christian churches, right, and in, in the relationship, we expect that because God, let's say God does do that, right? And Jesus Christ appears. That doesn't mean that there are no good there's not gonna be no problems, right? Mm-hmm. There is no perfect person, there is no perfect relationship. And and I think that even if God was to confirm it, and you know for sure, like he he said this is the one for you. That doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect. And and when we're talking about the spirit of discernment or having discernment, right? The discernment, the word means the ability to to you know to judge, right? To to be able to discern. So in a sense, so let's take Jamie. He knew that his better half was 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 the, going to be his soulmate because he was like, God, I want somebody who's going to be with me through thick and thin. You know, he was able. That that's a discernment, right? He saw that fruit. The same for my wife. I, I remember one time I was I was feeling, you know, I was really sick, and she came, you know, and she brought me chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. I remember that testimony you were telling. <laughs> I knew from that moment that this would be a, a woman of God who will take care of me in my most weakest moments. It doesn't take a lot, you know? And, and that was a discernment. I, was, I, I saw that. I saw a, a, a woman who, who was caring, right? And I knew that she was caring. I knew she could take care of our household, right? Because who, who, how she was as a daughter, how she, how she lived her, her day-to-day life, right? So I knew who she was. And that's that discernment that we're talking about. That's why you can only get to know somebody... And, and be able to discern when you get to know that person and who they really are. So, you know, I just wanted to just touch on that. And what, you know, Sam had mentioned, what Second Timothy says, so flee from youthful passions, right? That whole club scene and all of these things, right? You're not going to go, you want to find an, let's say you, a person wants to find an intelligent woman, is not going to find one. I mean, I know there's smart people out there. Or intelligent man. I don't want to yeah. be sexist here. <laughs> yeah, or intelligent man, right? I guess we talk about it, we all men, but yeah. yeah, you're right. You know, or intelligent man, you know, we're not, we're not going to go, you know, to, to, you know, to the, to the bodega and right where we're, we're going to find intelligent people in intelligent places, right? Yeah. Where are we going to find godly people? If not, in godly places. In godly places, right? I'm not going to go find a godly Christian woman, you know, inside a club, you know, and I'm not going to find a godly Christian man, you know, at, at a house party, you know, where there's, where you know, where people, are, you know, they're drinking and, and doing all these things. We, we, we have to know that, one, it's all in God's timing. God will bring the person, right? We wait when we're, when we're ready and all of these things. So, you know, it's it's in God's timing, but at the same time, while it's God's timing, we have to make sure that we're doing our parts. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I'm doing as part as you know, as an individual, as a, uh, you know, before I was married, as a young man, to make sure that I'm withholding a standard of purity. Right? I'm getting closer to God. I'm building my relationship so that when God allows that time where we will meet, because let me tell you something real quick: that I, the first time I met my wife, and she knows this, I met her in school. I, I saw her in, in college, right? And all I did was I saw the, you know, just I saw her from afar. I, I remember feeling really excited. I went home and I told my mother, I said, Mom, I found the girl who I'm going to marry. I've testified this in churches wherever I've gone to preach. And, uh, you know, so she, you know, so she knows that. So I, I told her that. But it wasn't until three and a half years later, three and a half years later, where we actually, we reconnected again and we established a friendship and God was able to, you know, uh, to, to, to flourish that relationship and flourish that friendship. The point being that three and a half years was three and a half years that God needed to mold me. God needed for me to be in the place where I need to be so that when when he had that person ready to meet me, I was I was able to be the man that she needed just as she would be the woman that I needed. 
right? We can't always expect the other person to be and forget about ourselves. We have to also remember that we have work to be done in our own lives. It's funny you say that. And I know uh, Sam, you know, was there when this happened. And I kind of want to touch base on it, you know, wisely. Um, it was the day before our wedding. And I know it was so much emotions going on. So many things running through my mind, her mind, you know. <clears throat> and I remember, you know, I wrote my vow. I, I took time. I wrote my vow. And I was like, wow, I can't wait for her to hear her vow. You know, and, and I know she was going through so much that day. You know, she was so emotional, a lot of, so stressed. And, and you know, she's like, you know, I can't, I don't think I could do my vow. And, and it affected me. But, you know, and it, it kind of bothered me. And I was like, you know, I, but I understood, you know, I understood what she was going through. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm not gonna stress it. It's fine. Why? Because I love her that much. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. We're gonna get married, and it's gonna be the best ever. But you know, but deep down, you know, I was like, man, it'd be great if we did our vows. And I remember Sam was like, no, but and I'm like, Sam, you know what? I'm gonna pray on it. No, but let's just pray on it. And I and I prayed on it, and I said, you know what, God, you allow me to get this far, God. You know, and I remember praying on it. And the next morning, I got a text message. And, uh, you know, she did her vows. And I can guarantee, you know, if you see the video, you know, I cried when she said her vows. He was also excited, too, because I was sleeping that morning. (laughs) I woke you up. He woke me up. (laughs) And But, like, the whole point of it, though, is that he was calm and he prayed about it. I remember him praying about it. I remember him understanding the whole situation. Something I wasn't able to understand or see because you know it's off of experience or off of you know that's why i thank god for my brother jamie and mark because they had shown me a lot of things that i felt that i was right on but you know you have to have an understanding with your other you have to understand where they're coming from or or what they're doing or there's a reason behind it and without the understanding part it's not going to work out but just to re recap on this on um, what love is, we mentioned it. I just want to read it, and it says in First Corinthians thirteen four, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And what I love, though, is that how it starts, it says love is patient. Sometimes we like to rush the process of love. Sometimes we like to rush the process of God. Wait, I don't, you know, sometimes, what's the rush? If you rush you don't have the enjoyment of everything. Um, how how long was it until you ended up dating Jessica, Mark, or to the point where you, you grew the feelings you did? It was a process that you got to enjoy. I remember my first time uh, telling Aisha I loved her, and it, it was a process, but it, this is all, like, we had to be patient, right? I dated, we, me and Jessica were friends for five, about five months, right? Everyone is different, obviously. Yeah. We dated for three years, then we were engaged for one, and we've been happily married for four years, going on to five. And 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 every 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 step of a relationship, it, it brings its 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 own 
beauty, its own enjoyment, right? We enjoyed our friendship stage, we enjoyed the dating stage, we enjoyed the engagement stage, and, and, and now we are enjoying the marriage stage, right? We get to do kids. things, yeah, now we're enjoying a family, right? So every every stage has its 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 benefits, and we, like Sansa, be patient with it and enjoy it. Enjoy what God has predestined for so long. He, 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 uh, he, uh, he ordained it, the, you know, and put it in order for for a reason, and it's for us to enjoy because it's it's for us to enjoy. It's in order to enjoy our friendship and enjoy the dating and enjoy the engagement. I know Jamie enjoyed all those steps. And it's funny, you know, you guys say patience. You know, Mark, Sam, you guys know me since like day one. I've been in so many relationships, and it's been like I I think I've been in so many relationships as many times as I changed my socks. And, you know, I've always been like, no, but I want a girlfriend. I don't want to be alone. And that's what was my biggest fear, being alone. I hated being alone because when you're alone, you know, it's scary. It's sad. and There's nobody there. I hated it. But, you know, I kept going into these relationships expecting that that person would cover up things that would be, needed to be healed. Wow, yeah. And, you know, a lot of times we, we do that. And I didn't understand it until I said, you know what, God, I'm tired of fighting. Because it was me constantly fighting with God. And every time I would go to church, God would speak to me. Or God would speak to me when I'm at home. And he would say, in my time, just be patient. Be, just wait. And I'm like, no, God, but I want it now. And I want it. Just be patient. Be wait. In my time. In my time. You know, espera, espera. And I'm like, I got tired of waiting. I mean, how old are you right now? I'm 30. You're 30. My, Mark, is, Mark is one of them that got married earlier. So. I'm 27. I'm dating. Going like I said, I'm going into my third year, so it's it's a it's, you know. But I gotta say, I've enjoyed my relationship. Yeah. Um. At the same time, we have argued, we have fought, mm -hmm. and I thank God that I had, I had um, been patient. Um. Y'all guys heard, you know, my situations all the time, but I never gave up. And you know, that's the thing is that you can't give up, and and understand. That. And I, I I prayed about it. I had to go through these processes and I thank God I did because you know Aisha just throughout the years has been great and if it wasn't for her then who would be you know going through this process with me now and like I said she's the first one to push me the first one to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm okay she's the one who texts me if I'm sick to make sure I'm healthy work all of that she you know she texts me she makes sure I'm, I'm good and I'm just like God you know thank you because sometimes we let that one argument that fight or those couple of fights or the one disagreement get in the way of what God can do mm -hmm. and don't let it you know if if you if, if you know if, if this person is of God then a, an agreement is gonna come and I remember I had to apologize to Aisha Aisha had to apologize to me and we came into an agreement because that's not something we wanted to do I know you guys have argued I know my brother has argued you know I know you're not Mark is not he's not he's not he's not saying he's perfect either huh? you know there's no such thing they said there's no such thing as a perfect relationship or perfect marriage but there is a such thing as a perfect God and what God does and if he grants it it's, it's gonna be fulfilled and that's what we got to understand yeah and just you know for me just so that way I can just you know you know my last thought here really quick I, if you're in a relationship young man young woman wherever you are just you know, pray to God, seek guidance, seek direction. And if you're in the process, you know, like if you were probably like one of us, you know, that we we went ahead and we, you know, we were crazy until God had to mold us. But just, I want you to, and this is one thing that we covered. Just, I want you to think about this really quick. Every time we open up our hearts to a different person, that's a piece of our heart that we're giving away. 
So let's say that we went, we had four, you know, we had four relationships and, and four turned out bad because whether, you know, mixed yolk or we went in lustfully, we didn't really know and now we're learning. You know, that person, you know, we give a quarter of our heart away. When we finally meet the person that God has for us, they no longer have 100% of our hearts. That's why Christian dating, and this is something that we cover, and I can't, I won't be a youth counselor or, or a leader if I don't mention this. We, we, don't, we don't go out, you know, searching as far as, you know, jumping from relationship to relationship. We go in looking for a, a, a wife. We go in looking for a husband. We're not there. Doing, we don't date like the world dates and we go from, you know, jump around. No, we go and we look. That's why the discernment is so important. We go looking for a person who God will have for us, who can, who can be our better half, can be our partner for the rest of our life and complete the purpose in which God has in store for us. You know, true love waits, guys. Hashtag that. <laughs> true love waits. I had to learn that. You know, it's not the way that we want it. Remember, in a relationship, guys, if you really, really want God to be the center of it all, and you really want God's blessing, because sooner or later you're gonna have to go down the aisle, and you know you're gonna have to be at an altar, and in that altar, it's you, your better half, your family, friends, the minister, but above all, God. You're making a vow, you know, and that is sacred, you know. True love waits. It has to. You have to. You have to. Have to. But, you know, guys, I I just want to say, amazing, amazing. You know, and just be patient. Be patient. You know, trust me. Don't just jump into something expecting results when when you don't even know that other person. Remember, and it's funny that my my counselors told me this. You know, in a relationship, a lot of times we go in and we want to we want to take that other person and have them just to ourselves as if they're a trophy. But yeah, you have to understand that other person is a human being as well. They have emotions, they have problems, they have situations, they have scars, they have they have hurt and pain, things that they have gone through their their lives. When you're jumping into a relationship, that person's you know problems, you're gonna have to know them as well. You know, it's not that it's just oh I'm gonna accept this person to my relationship and they'll do whatever it's for me. It works both ways. There needs to be a balance. Well, guys, I mean, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I want to thank my brother, Mark, for coming here. Yes, he's my brother, but he does not live with me. He's a married man. So I appreciate the time he has coming here. Um, as he mentioned earlier, he does these youth counselings, right? His youth conferences. Conferences. Um, guys, I highly recommend you. You have... Uh, you have my social media. If you have my number, you have my number. Or, or Jamie. And if you want to get interest in it, please let us know. Please talk to us. Um, I highly recommend it. You know, one thing I want to stop is, is all these young relationships, all these young divorces, all these Christian divorces. I, it, it has to end. And, you know, for being examples of Christ, this is not what Christ wanted us to do. You know, if we're going to be examples of Christ, we got to lead and be examples of Christ. And, you know, this is why it's good to start now um, as a youth, as a young person. And my brother Mark, his wife Jessica, they have experienced it and they have gone through it where Mark is one of those people who have been relationship out of relationship. And his wife is one of those people who waited for that uh, for that guy. And, and Mark was not the perfect man. And a lot of us like to think that we were just, you, you got to be good to have a good woman. Um, it, it's all in that spirit of discernment. And I thank God for them because they have taught me a lot. And 
that's what they want to do. They want to spread their knowledge and what they have learned in their relationship, in their marriage, and teach everybody else. Um, as youth counselors, uh, they have done it. They have done it with us as a youth. Uh, he has taught me a lot. But uh, guys, I recommend you guys, you know, when this, this is going to happen next year, right? You know, around what in time? March. In March. So, you know, is it... You gotta pay. Is it? What is it? It's it's free entry. Everything is is paid. We want you guys to come and we want you to learn. Like Sam said, we 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 we're tired of of you know of the Christian divorces and and all of these Christian chaoses that happen. That is not what Christ intended. God has created something beautiful, and the enemy has tried to taint it, and the enemy has tried to destroy it. And let's take that back. I think for young people, let's take that back. Let's Hashtag, take this back. let's take that back. I like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag, oh, let's yes. take it back. Listen, guys, marriage is beautiful. I've seen my brother, uh, Jamie, he's just gotten married, and he brags about it all the time. I love my wife. Um, I've seen my brother, Mark. You know, I see how he gone through it. Marriage is a beautiful thing. As long as you have God in it and you allow God to do it, guys, please, March, he's going to do it. He's going to have these conferences. Don't forget it. Um, We're going to also have next week, guys, please talk to us, our topics. We want to start doing um, Q&As, questions and answers. Yes. Um, we here for you guys. We're here to um, help you guys and and answer the questions that you that we've had you know not not a single one of us has not had a question we went through these processes as well and this this podcast as we say all the time is for you uh we just here to help you guys out and be there for you guys guys uh, we're super excited now um well how do we get in touch with you guys you know well we have snapchat we have instagram we have facebook we have messenger what else do we have Twitter, cell phone, text messages, everything. everything. Yeah, there's you can contact me on Nintendo Switch if you want. <laughs> somebody knows somebody. But. Somebody knows somebody, and how somebody can contact somebody. So definitely, there's always a way to get in touch with us. Definitely, and of course, if you definitely, of course, if you guys do, you know, find yourself in a crisis, you know, definitely, you know, we have our number that we're gonna leave just in case because. Yes. Everyone goes through something, and sometimes we'll have a rough moment. I remember I went through a rough moment. I was on a bus, and I found myself in a dead end. When well, they give my brother, Mark, he'll give you his telephone number, which is? Uh, 203-385-2251. Any, you know, any time you need to talk, I know Jamie has called me also numerous yep. times. And, you know, we're here to help each other and pray for each other. So important. So what's that number again? The number is 203-385-2251. You guys could also, if y'all need it. Um, he's he's a youth counselor of the church. Um, he's uh, he's an evangelist. His wife is also the counselor. Uh, if you guys want uh, relationship advice, they are here to help you guys. They are here to advise you guys. Um, just if if you have any questions, you let us know. All right, guys. We thank you guys. That's it for today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. We we'll see you guys next week.
Oh, oh, oh.